0: Bessie Bassana is best known for his passion and love for pageantry and designing. After being a mentor at Aces and Queens, he went on to become the general manager of Miss World Philippines, successfully crowning queens to represent the country in various prestigious pageants. He then pursued a full-time career as a fashion designer, wherein he makes beautiful designs for all the world to
1: see. welcome to another episode of in love with me where we feature inspiring individuals who will share their amazing stories i am your host mafe yunon belasco and for this series our topic is passion and purpose for this episode we have an empowered man international fashion designer Pageant expert and former general manager of Miss World Philippines to motivate us to take action. So, without further ado, let's welcome the amazing Bessie Basana. Hi, Bessie. Hi, Mafe. How are you? I am great. I'm so so excited to catch up with you. Um, Thank you for saying yes to be part of this uh, campaign, especially at this challenging time. I'm sure you've been busy during the quarantine period. But before I ask you what you've been up to lately, please share with everyone on how you are the empowered and inspiring man that you are today.
0: All right. So, you know, Mafe, when I was younger, I've always been a very simple person. I've always been like a wallflower. I've always been that person that has been supporting friends throughout their careers or in their um, endeavors in life. But as I grew older, I realized that I have my own star or I have my own light. So I I actually started developing my confidence when I was in college. And that's also the time where I found myself. I found where I want to go and I want to be. So that's kind of where I started off. Um, so a lot of people will say that their fondest memories of school were in high school, but for me, it's really in college. Like um, mm-hmm. I attended LSL University and I was part of the student council. I was part of organizations and I've been very active. And from there, it stemmed out when I was in, um, after stepping out of college, I um, started doing a lot of things. So I I graduated with a degree in civil engineering and I practiced that profession for nine years. Um, but on the side, I actually am um, very active in the fashion industry, as you know. I've been helping a lot of my fashion friends. Where I, we actually met through a, a common friend, DJ. Oh, and then I'm also um, very active in the pageant industry. So while I was doing my job, which actually you know kind of pays the rent, I was also doing um, some of my passion, which is pageant and fashion. And then eventually, mm-hmm. uh, after some time, after finishing my, um, my career in the engineering industry, I decided to go into fashion. So um, I came I came back to the Philippines and I went to fashion school. So now I'm a full time fashion designer with my brand Bessie Besana.
1: Yes, and I'm so uh, blessed that I get to wear your amazing creations. I think we saw (laughs) one just went past during one of the Bini Bini pageants. Uh, I I was lucky enough to have Bessie uh, dress me up. And this is like right after I gave birth too. So (laughs) yes, guys, a bit chubbiness there. but I was still proud. (laughs) I was proud of wearing Bessie. But, um, you know, going back... When I first met you, I think it was with uh, Queenie, when Queenie was about to join or represent yeah. the Philippines. Yeah. And, you know, your vibrant personality. And I, maybe we met before that also. But I just remember those are my fond memories with you. And then, um, yeah, I just saw your your passion on helping uh, women succeed in the pageant industry. Like you said, it, you... You, you know, we met there and your network and, and the fashion network. But what was it about pageants that struck you to, to just love everything about it?
0: Um, you know, Mafei, at my age, I'm, I'm 35, um, when I was about eight or nine, I was trying to discover who I really was. So when I was nine, I think um, I watched Miss World 1993 where Rufa Gutierrez was actually, you know, she won second princess or second runner-up. And um, that was my first um, foyer into into pageants. And then after that, I found, I kind of saw these women empowered and they have a voice to share. And of course, I like the glitz and the glamour as well. Like I like the gown part where they walk and the shake. And then after that, um, Miss Universe 1994 happened in the Philippines. And, you know, again, I was very interested in it, and then I realized that these are avenue for women to be sh- to be seen or to be heard. So I kind of like that idea. So it, it stuck with me. Like I, st- I, I, you know, when I was younger, I would watch, but hindi naman ako yung I would know every single detail until the time of Miriam Kembao. So that's the time where I really started following pageants um seriously, um, and I felt that. Uh, at some point in my career and in my life, I wanted to also be part of this industry. And luckily, when I was graduating from college, uh, one of my friends actually decided to join Binibini Pilipinas. That's in 2005. And, you know, um, as a friend, she just told me, like, "Parang osamahan oh, mo ako sa Araneta. Let's go and um, <laughs> file my app. So literally, we took a camera, like, you know, the Lumang DJ cam, and then we just took photos of her, printed it in, uh, in Kodak or something, and then Literally submitted it to Binibini. She was very amateur. There was no professionalism to what we did, but she became a candidate. So we were so surprised. Um, and then that's actually where I started with my um, with my passion for pageants. And um, mm-hmm. that was the year that I started helping her out. I would come with her for the events of Binibini. Like if she needs something, I'll try to figure it out for her because she's my friend. So it's really right. more of a friendly thing. And then eventually I met a lot of people in the pageant industry and then I became part of Aces and Queens. And I think that's where my deep dive into helping girls really stemmed out from.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, you know, Aces and Queens, they're known for um, a cab that helps and inspires girls to uh, achieve their goals. And, you know, from there, you became also a general manager of Miss World Philippines. I mean, how did that feel when coming from uh, a fan or, you know, just helping out your friend and then becoming a national director?
0: Um, It was... I think that would really be a very... um... It was a natural progression, I would say. Uh, What happened was I've been very active in supporting our girls. As you mentioned, I supported Queenie for Miss World 2012. And I was very lucky as well that I was... um, Megan joined Aces and Queens before joining, uh, you know, when she was en route to Miss World. And that's where we, the two of us, became really good friends. And um, naturally, when the pageant was no longer with um, Miss Corey and it was passed on to uh, Arnold Vegafria they needed uh, somebody who will run the pageant. So Megan felt that that position was really suited for me. So she kind of put my name forward to ALV and um, ALV took it. And then, you know, the funny story there was that when I had my interview with ALV, I thought I'm going for an interview. But apparently, <laughs> it was really more of a, a job offer. So I was so surprised because I was ready to um, explain what my passion with pageants is for and and stuff. But I was so surprised when ALV told me, oh, like, ano, ano na? Like, let's start on Monday. I was like, oh, okay, ready na pala. So that's how it started. So I'm very thankful to Megan until to this very day. She's a very good friend. Um, We'll catch up uh, once in a while. La- on last January during her wedding, I was there. So talagang, I'm very thankful with the relationship that I've had with the beauty queens that we have in the Philippines. And, you know, talagang naging stepping stone sell lot to the things that I dreamed of.
1: Oh, and you got to travel also, diba? Right? Wasn't it you were with Megan too when she uh, passed on the crown?
0: Yeah. So um when when Megan competed in Bali, so I went to the first international pageant that I was, went to was actually Queenie. And then the second one that I went to was actually Megan in Bali. And then when uh, Megan won uh, and then she was doing her reign, I w- I told her, Megan, my promise to you is that wherever you're going to pass on your crown, I'll fly with you and support you. Because usually um, when you pass on your crown, especially for international title holders, it's very emotional mm-hmm. for them. So, And I know that for a fact that it's not going to be in the Philippines. So uh, Megan might have less of a support, like unlike you know, Pia, our, she had everybody else here in the Philippines. So I told Megan talaga, sabi ko, at samahan kita wherever the pageant is. So that was in London in 2014. Um, so I was with her in the backstage. So I was supporting her there.
1: he's you're so sweet. My gosh. <laughs> you know, it does help. Like, um, even here uh, for the national pageants, the turning over is always like a, it's like, oh, may bago na. It's like, you feel, I mean, it, it was nice to have that year, but then you feel like, oh, no, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's done. Um, <laughs> oh, I know I felt that during binny binny because, of course, there's a new set of winners. There's a new, I guess, um, you know, these winners are the ones that the people are going to be watching now. Um, it's like, okay, now what? But, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that Megan had you there. And, and for sure, you know, she's great. Like, I love her too, you know, one of my favorites um, yeah. among the beauty queens, you know, just laid back, just, you know, she's not like um, the typical queen that is like, uh, okay, uh, like can't reach, I guess, you know, she's just super easygoing. Um, and I see, you know, that she's blessed with a friend like you. So, you know, Bessie, you said you had confidence since you were young um i believe maybe because you had uh you know strong
0: mentors um would that be the case um actually you no know what Mafe? i was when when you were asking me earlier that um i didn't mm-hmm. think i had actually mentors but i had life experiences when i was in college when i was in high school my best friend is actually our class valedictorian and he's like mm-hmm. president and all of that stuff and i've always been his friend so that is my personality when i was in school and then i kind of you know while i was observing um them my friends um you know um getting trusted into the to the spotlight in school i always imagined myself like what will i do if i'm in that position like, i've always had that thing for myself so that when i got that opportunity in college and after college i told myself na so i will not um i will not ruin it or i will not uh, commit a mistake, like parang gagalingan ko talaga in whatever, whenever, whatever things that I do. So that's how it worked. Through time, I will pick up learning points from people. Um I Siguro the closest mentor that I would ever have as uh, a friend of mine from my work. Um It was around 2008, 2009, when I was uh in my, you know, they always say that you have a midlife crisis when I was like 24. And then my my mentor in the corporate world told me that you know when you're when you're good in what you do, um, possession or uh, let's say money will come eventually as long as you're good in what you do and never lose your integrity. I think that's what I treasure most now. Like um, I've always been into a position where I actually handle a lot of money or a lot of um, uh, people, but I make sure that my integrity is always intact and I make sure that um, I I I am very honest in whatever I do. And I think that was a foundation block of what I am today.
1: No, that's, that's great. And I'm I'm pretty sure your mom and dad are so proud of you. I see Tita Nessie watching. Hello. Thank you Tita. for tuning in, Tita. Um, you know, integrity is such a big word. And that's a, one of my favorites also because uh, we are in a country where you know when someone's, uh, you know, um, being honest with you or not, and, you know, wanting to be your friend for the good, not just what you have, and that's something that I've always seen in you, Bess, you know, I, I appreciate your friendship, I appreciate your honesty, like, that's always been your thing, and um, whenever I'm around you, I just feel this, like, positivity, your presence just brings joy, you know, Um so with that, I know we're humans, right? And you are a, uh, an amazing human. But um, when there those days when you feel off or unmotivated, what is your ritual or habit that you you do that helps snap you back into being the Bessie that you are?
0: Um, you know, Mafe, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a very short story. Uh, a lot of people ask me why I left Miss World Philippines. The the real reason why I left the organization is because I actually had uh, a sickness in twenty eighteen. So I I developed alopecia. It's actually um, your your hair started falling out, and um, it was still an acute alopecia or like the first level alopecia. But it rapidly, um, you know, the the hair loss was very rapid. So. I decided to, ra- to resign from that job because it gave me a lot of stress. You know, being in a national pageant really gives you a lot of stress. So I decided to, to take care of myself and I resigned. Um, in 2019, when after the resignation, I really became depressed. I, I, I know for a fact now that I became depressed and it, I didn't even know it that time. Um, what really pulled me out of that depression or that time was actually friends, And I'm very lucky to have um, developed and nurtured good friends in my life, I traveled uh, in June 2019. I traveled to Singapore, and I actually uh, stayed with a couple of my friends. who were actually friends from the from the um, from my corporate years, and they were really helping me get through my um, my that, that stage in my life. So I think that what really helped me a lot, like talking to your friends, making sure that you talk to these people. So you know, what? every time that I, I I hear a pageant girl. Uh, where her advocacy is about mental health. I really support it because it's, it's true and it's real. It really happens in the world. Even for somebody who has a very strong personality like me, I even had that experience. So I make sure that if ever there's a friend who, who PMs you like, hello, how are you? I try to really do a conversation with that person because you'll never know what is uh, happening with that person. So I make sure that if there are friends who supported me that time, I also am a friend. That is able to support somebody right now.
1: I love that, you know, and it is true. Like most, especially right now, um, you know, just being honest, reaching out, um, you know, um, making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that can motivate you. And like what Bessie said, it's it's a simple hi, hello, right? And that can just open the door to someone wanting to let something out, and you don't realize that you reaching out has made that big difference for them you know um that is very moving uh because i never knew anything about that best um i just thought that you were going and going to concentrate on your designing so i mean i i respect everybody's choices in life but thank you for being honest with that um you know there's a lot of people out there right now most especially are feeling this uh you know like we were talking about earlier, you know, losing their business or losing their job, um, you know, that yeah. can really get to you. Um, yeah. Something that was shared to me today actually was um, my husband sent me this quote saying that for 2020, you know, priority is really saving your life. You know, your health is actually already an investment for um, this year, right? And you sharing that that, um, that episode or that experience that you, you had, I mean, it was a dream job yes but at the end of the day it's all about your health your future and i'm sure you know your priority was for your family too so yeah, right. you know god bless you with everything you're doing best because I know no matter what you'll be successful um mm-hmm. so let's talk about your your company um mm-hmm. what is new with Bessie basana and um maybe share with us on on how you started, like uh, where did you find that eye that you had that talent of um, designing clothes?
0: Yeah, um, so when I graduated from the university, one of my friends um, told me to go to the College of St. Benilde. So I came from LaSalle and then you know th- he, st- he told me that there's a fashion show happening. So of course, you know, college so not I college, so I went to the College of St. Benilde. And then that's the first time I actually saw a real fashion show. When you say a real fashion show, it's really designers, couture gowns, couture clothing, and I was really in awe because you know when I was younger, I've always had that idea that there are people who make clothes, but I never really thought of it as a career for myself. And then that was really my sort of entry into the fa- to the fashion world, and I became friends with most of the designers from that batch who actually graduated at the same time as me. And you know, you know, Vijay uh, is one of them, and um. I started...
1: And he's tuned in. Hi Vijay. <laughs> yeah. po maging besana.
0: <laughs> so, I was just talking about VJ. So yeah. I, I was helping VJ out with and all, all of all of our other uh, fashion designer friends. Every time that there's a fashion show, I would um help them, you know, backstage and bring the clothes. Sometimes I will tell Vijay panga we'll walk from Glorieta to NBC Tent, which is now the Fourth. You know, I literally will walk because we don't have money to get a taxi. Aww. So that was my part in, uh, in the fashion industry. But I kind of suppressed it because I never knew how to get into the business. Um, So I did continue with my career as in the corporate world. But after some time, when I was already about 29, I told myself that I was not really happy with what I was doing. I was doing very well. I, I get promotions. I get opportunities. But it's not something that I look forward to when I wake up. So I told myself that if I'm gonna try something new or if I'm, I'm gonna try something else, I'm gonna start now, which is that time, which is 2014. So um I was in the Philippines. That was also the time that Megan was I was helping out Megan in London. And then Lo- Megan went, I was telling Megan the story of me trying to find myself. And then Megan told me that if you if I want to try something, go for it. Like do not hesitate, do not dilly-dally, just you know, do it. And that was uh, that was the turning point in my life, and then a couple of weeks after that, I came back to the Philippines for Christmas, and I met up with Shamsi, who's also a very good friend, and she told me that I've always been fashion with I have always been passionate with helping them find clothes and stuff. So she told me that why don't you try getting into fashion, and that has always yeah. been one of my thing. So I, I told myself yeah I'm gonna try it out, you know. And then I went back to Hong Kong where I, uh, I was working. I resigned from my company and I went back to the Philippines in March 2015 where I started going to fashion school. And um, I found myself there. I, I, I look forward to going to school. I go to school three times a week. And then on the other three days, I would actually um, do uh, on-the-job training with uh, Bing Cristobal, who's a fashion designer in ABS-CBN. So imagine six days a week, I will either school or I will go to work. So I really learned a lot in the first year that I was doing fashion. It was very challenging because I didn't have that much income, but I was very passionate with what I was doing. So that's the start of everything. And I was very lucky when PIA won because she started wearing my stuff, my clothes. And all of a sudden, I was trusted in a... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Freshness. (laughs) All of a sudden, I was trusted in a position where um, people started asking for my quotation or for the stuff that I do. And that's actually where I started off my business. So in 2016, I I registered my business, Besi Besana, and I've never turned back. Like, you know, I'm just that type of person that I keep pushing forward, you know, there are challenges, there are struggles through time, but I made sure that, you know, these are just bumps in the road and I will continue driving. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Continue driving because that road is love, very, very long. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I actually yeah. uh, visited your ever first uh, kind of store at your yeah. own home, you know, and I oh respected yeah. that I so much where... because I know Dimas Starting a business is not easy, but you just have to take action. You just have to start with what you have. And you started off with humble beginnings and just being humble. Um, you know, you have this network of girls that love you, like including myself. And no matter what, we will support you because you have always been there for us, right? Um, mm-hmm. You have so many fans. So let's let's say hi to all of them. Of course, VJ. Thank you for tuning in. My question, Pasha. Who oh, is man. a Bessie Basana woman?
0: You know, um, oh. you know, BJ okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my mentor. And then uh uh-uh.
0: on top of being a friend, she's really a mentor to me. So I love you, VJ.
1: Oh, oh, me too. I was one of his muses. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love I love the your your batch. Uh I am so glad that you were one of the ones that helped BJ because he's another one that is just like you. So hardworking, um, you know, just wanted to strive for for success. Uh, we have Paulo. Hi, Paulo. Thanks for tuning in. Paulo Arevello. Hi. Um, we have Jay.
0: I also wanted to shout out to J.R. Uh-huh. Arsino. He actually has a very uh, supporter of us from Yeah. The yes. And of course, my friend from Canada, mm, yeah, Edgardo. Hi, Edge. How are oh. you?
1: Hello. We have Jeremy Paredes. Hi.
0: First Red.
1: Hi, Jen. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Uh, she's our, we have she's Jen
1: also- from San Francisco. Every-
0: Jeremy Paredes is also my client. So
1: everybody's watching you from around the world. Oh, there you go. So I'm glad that you guys are all supporting Bessie because this guy, you know, is such a great-hearted person that I love so much. Um, Now it's Q&A for you. Since our topic is passion and purpose, please define passion and purpose, Bessie Basana.
0: Passion is something that you have to really find. It's not something that you realize earlier on in your life. It's something that you develop. And um, once you realize what your passion is, keep working on that passion. And as they always say, when you work for your passion, you it's, it's as if you were not working in your el- entire life. So I, I really hope that a lot of people actually find their passion and they do it because not everybody gets that opportunity to do it. Like um, a lot of people are stuck with something because that's where they earn their money, but they're not, not necessarily passionate with mm-hmm. what they do. So I really hope that it's a continuous journey, and it doesn't mean that you're older, you cannot find your passion anymore. Always remember that Christian Dior started becoming a designer or becoming Christian Dior when he was 41. And I'm not even 41. So I, I was telling myself, you can really find it. And, and again, another another person is Kentucky Fried Chicken. They didn't start until um, Colonel Sanders is mm-hmm. actually about 60. So you can still find your passion in life. Um, There's no limit to where we are going. And um, there's no limit to what we can dream. So I always believe in that. And that's how I define my passion.
1: Winner! (laughs) I love it. Uh, Perfectly said. Oh, oh, winner ka Internationally. (laughs) But, you know, let's let's go back to that. You know, you are a mentor for a lot of women. And you have, uh, you know, had... A long, like many years of experience, you know, becoming a national director also. So if we speak to aspiring um, beauty queens or models, what would be your advice to these girls or even for, you know, the, the men that want to join pageants? What should they be preparing ahead of time? Can they join six months preparation, one month or one year preparation? What is your advice to them?
0: I've always believed that the people that um, really succeed in the pageant industry are the people who actually knows themselves. So if you look at Pia, if you look at Catriona, if you look at um, Megan, these are very successful women in the pageant industry who you know, got an international crown. But all of them started from their core or who they are. And they know that. So as early as you know, your childhood, you should know who you are. You should try to find... Um, your purpose or yourself, and then be proud and be um, loud and about about your purpose. I think that's where you really start off. If it's about, uh, if you learn that through your your school or your academics, then so be it. Um, I also try, I always tell people to read a lot because when you read, you expand your horizons or you expand your knowledge. So, Try to read the book, try to read the magazine. Now, super uh, easy na because we have um, online channels. We can actually read a lot of stuff. So you know, with, uh, with your phone, you can actually uh, go places. So I always tell people to not stop learning because when you stop learning, that's the only time that you limit yourself. So those are my advices for people who are trying to get into whatever things, not only pageantry, but whatever you do, you, you try to learn because every day is a new learning day. That's, that's what I believe in as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, true, 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 true. So you know, just just having your experience and your knowledge on the crowns, you know, we've got um, very successful results uh, through uh, Pia, Kylie, uh, Megan. What are the difference in crowns in your opinion, and what would be the I guess the the characteristic of that beauty queen for per
0: crown? Mm, Okay. Um, So a lot of people will always consider Miss World and Miss Universe as as like the top crowns in the world. So for Miss Universe, it's really a a very much of a performance competition. Like, you really have to understand how to walk, how to talk, and how to present yourself. Because eventually, after winning Miss Universe, um, at least this is true for the last decade, is that you become a celebrity. You become a personality. And it's very important that you actually know how to present yourself as one. And they always say that um, a Miss Universe is somebody who has a uh, life off and on and off screen, and uh, that's very important for you to understand. Because um, if you present yourself the same way, then it might not be very helpful for you. Um, having said that, Miss World is a pageant where they really um, value a lot of um, charity works. So you also have to understand. Uh, if that's something that you're very passionate about, like a lot of women, they always it sur- in the Philippines. You know, when people tell me that their dream is to become Miss Universe, uh, to become Miss World, it actually surprised a lot of people because they, you know, we're a Miss Universe country, but Miss World is really has really a purpose, and you know that because because you've been to Miss World, um, and they really value beauty with a purpose. And if that's something that you're you're um, looking for or you're after, then Miss Miss World might be a Better competition or a better uh, platform for you, and I'm very proud that Miss World has helped a lot of people in the entire world. Not only with like a singular country, but you know all of the actions that they've been doing around the world are very. um, It's 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 a vast project. It's not just central central to just one place.
1: Yes, well said. I mean, this is something that uh, I think girls need to know when they, they try to achieve a certain crown or even join a pageant. I mean, you have to understand what um, these organizations are looking for so that you can, I guess, mold yourself or um, continue to learn on how to be that, that girl, that position, you know, um, the queen, because like Bessie said, after you win, there's the real work happens, you know, yeah. um, so you have to be transparent enough to show that personality, that character or that work ethic, I think, right? Um, I'm pretty sure you were there also during uh, the one year that Megan was reigning and, yes. you know, she was nonstop traveling, nonstop, um, I think, speaking and um, just giving back, so um that's what you have to be excited for i guess it's not necessarily the fame and fortune it is the giving back inspiring others and making sure that your impact as that queen for that year is something that everybody remembers right Bessie?
0: um you know uh coming from what you said about megan i remember one time i was i was already living in hong kong and then she messaged me randomly and she was like she was telling me a story. And then I was asking her, like, where are you? And then she said, oh, I'm in Sweden. And I was like, what are you doing in Sweden? <laughs> and she was telling me that, you know, I have I've been traveling so much because we've been trying to get um, sponsors for the charity works that we've been doing. So Megan is one of the most traveled beauty queens. She's been to a lot of countries. Wow. And she's, always, she's been to, I think, probably all of the continents except for Africa. Because at that time, there was a virus in Africa. So she was not able to to, to travel there She's been. She's. She was able to travel to a lot of places, and I've been envious of her travels. She will tell me that she's been to Puerto Rico and all of these places. So, wow. um, and then they raised a lot of money for the charity works that they've been doing, and I think she really enjoyed that. I think she also finds her purpose with that. That's why she kept on coming back with Miss World. So until to this very date, she's always a host for Miss World.
1: Yeah, that's so amazing. You know, you. Just, that's the thing. Like my experience with Miss World is they do love women that are you know laid back outgoing outspoken but of course know the balance know the you know the fine line um doesn't mean you have to be loud and rude but you know just be known that hey i'm here i I, i'm here to help or i um you know i can volunteer and this and that so i'm glad you know megan is such a perfect match for for miss world and you know julia morley she's amazing and i'm how could she not love Megan?
0: You know. Um, so going, yes. Matthew, you know, during your time in Miss World, so at the time I was, I was still a, you know, very much of a fan. I really thought that you're gonna <laughs> win the world. I was really... in the top five. I was like, it's gonna be almost, <laughs> oh, almost. A- I tried my best.
1: <laughs> well, I think mean? it was just like timing, and you know, I was also grateful for for the position that I was able to to gain for the country. Though of course I wanted to bring the crown home to everyone. Um, I guess I wouldn't have my six crowns right now that <laughs> lives with me every day that I take care of. So that's always something I, I think about. Like in Nick and I always five. talk about that. because
0: In a top, top, top five position is a very big feat in this world. Because there's Uh-oh. so many oh, yeah. kind of <laughs> 109 know, Top five is a very strong uh, finish, I would say.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and that's why I'm grateful. I mean, until now, I just uh recently connected with Miss Venezuela my year and you know <laughs> yeah, I, um, I I didn't I didn't really get to know her then, but then you know reminiscing now and talking about you know what happened then and what we're doing now it's like um those are the things that i'm grateful for that i actually have um 108 girls around the world that i call a friend you know or a sister because we were the ones that uh experience that year right um but yeah like it's just i'm just grateful that uh
0: I also saw, um, I think that was last year, Tita Des also connected with some of her co-candidates in Miss Universe 1998-1984. And I was like, oh my god, that was very... And you know what? I was born in 1984. I was like, Tita Des is
1: my queen. Uh (laughs) She is your queen on your birth year. Oh, she, um, she's good with that. Like, uh, she connected with her co-candidates. She even flew there. Um, yeah, it's nice. I mean, I guess that's the luxury of social media. Uh, everybody's on it. I mean, that's, that's the way that I connect with everyone. Um, um, you know, with that, I'm sure, um, being a national director for Miss World, you were, you were seeing the advantage of, of, um, social media to promote the organization, the girls. Um, but what do you, what would you say or share to girls who will join the pageant and be asked this question if they, if social media is an advantage? Is it
0: um, an
1: advantage?
0: You, as, a, as a person in general, you have to understand what social media can do for you. If you find it as a platform to voice outward opinions or to inspire people, then it is a very good platform. Um, But if you think of it differently, like when you only see the negativity of it, where there's a bashing or there's negative um, emotions coming out from social media, and that's a different side story altogether. So I always, and I always tell my girls to make sure that you utilize social media. Well, you put out the best things that you can share. There are, times that social media can really inspire people. I was telling you about our show earlier. It was a passion project. We never knew that we actually inspired a lot of people to discuss pageantry in a different light. So I think we also realized that as a matter of fact, you know, it was not something that we realized earlier on, but it is something that is, um, that's, that's the power of social media. And we have to really use it to our advantage or to spread positivity. So that's how you should use your social media. Mm. Mm-mm.
1: No, th- I agree with that. Um, I always share that with my students too. I said, you know, this is actually a free platform for you guys to market your brand, to market yeah, yourself. Yeah. You, you just never know what kind of opportunities you will also gain, right? Diba? You just put diba. out there, hey, like, you know, as a fashion designer, of course, you you will share your. Your creations. You will share your um, your wisdom as a fashion designer. So that's where you attract the the right market to, I guess, either purchase your your creations or even refer you to to bigger brands that may want to collaborate with you. Um, and I think you agree with me with this too. It, it becomes like a portfolio for girls and yeah. men who want to be a supermodel, uh, you know, a beauty queen or join pageants because that's where people find if they can relate to you, right? Or, hey, yeah. this girl's gorgeous. She's photogenic, or this and that. Um, so what do you say about mentoring uh, the youth about bashers? How should they avoid? Because <laughs> you know, when you join a, a, a pageant, it's open; it's an open book. So you cannot avoid them. But what would be your advice for them to, to stay motivated, uh, to stay inspired and motivated?
0: You know, uh, Mafé, uh recently, when we did our Ashley Nights during Sundays, um, one of my friends uh, is a very outspoken person. And after the show, um, he started gathering backers. Like, he will get bashers uh, left and right from YouTube, from Facebook. And then he messaged me one time. He told me that Bessie, parang hindi ko to kaya. Like, parang, this is something that I cannot do. Because I I'm very opinionated. I'm not He's actually not very... Nasus, parang, how do I say that? He, he owns up to what he says because he's a very intelligent person. He's um, unapologetic. Kung baga. And I told him that, you know, friend, um, when you have a basher, it means that, number one, your voice is actually heard. So that's a positive note because people listen to you. Number two, if you have a basher, um, you can actually... There's a way to, to transition the basher into a supporter. And I learned this from Pia Words back. In 2015, when Pia started getting bashers, what she told me is that you reply to them, but you reply to them with kindness. And then eventually, when you reply to them with kindness, they will naturally transition to becoming a supporter. Because if you show kindness to a person who's showing you negativity, siya sa sarili niya. Na parang, why am I bashing this person? Whereas this person pala is super nice. So that's that's my strategy. Every time that you get a basher, listen to the person because that person might be telling you something good, right? Then after listening to that person, reply to that person with positivity. Like parang, I'll try to be better or parang, I hear you, I listen to you. And then, you know, eventually these bashers becomes your like greatest fans. They're followers. Or- <laughs> <laughs> followers. followers. So, it, it was very basic. You know, parang sabi ko kay Pia, uh-oh. Like I you know I started doing it um when I started getting a name for myself as well. And it's real, it's real talaga like, parang if you talk to these people with an open mind and you know in an open heart, then they become really your supporters. And I'm you know, I always tell people that uh, that's the way to go.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, of course, everybody's different, everybody has different opinions. Um it's only how you are able to understand each other's shoes, I guess, you know. Um and, and that's that's nice uh, tactic or advice because um, not a lot of people will face that uh, they'll either level um, yeah. nila or they would just delete or block. But um, I like that. I mean, you just have to spread kindness and just be nice. And you know, if it still doesn't work out, then you know, just just respect their opinion. I guess you know, because at the same time, you are somewhat of an open book. Um, yeah. Yeah, and to me, I always say that maybe bashers are uh, a sign that you're doing something good for the world, yeah. you know, um, and that's why there's an opinion, right? But yeah. I like that. No wonder, yeah. P is another fave of mine. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes to show why she is uh, loved by everyone. Okay, so back to Bessie Basana. Um, can I ask you what is or how can you see yourself in the next? Five years.
0: Okay, um, from a career perspective in fashion, I really wanted to put my name out there a lot more. Um, you know, I was so a bit sad with 2020 because 2020 was supposed to be my year. I was claiming it in the beginning of the year. I was supposed to do a lot of shows um, for, especially for bridal works because um, that's really my passion in the fa- in the fashion page- in the fashion industry. I really wanted to do a lot of things in the bridal industry because. Um, I want to be part just like in pageants I really also want to be part of something important to a person. So, you know, creating bridal gowns and suits for the couple for the wedding is something it's one of my passions because when you do these things for them and you do it very well, they will remember you for their for their entire for their entire life and I really want to be that person for it. And um that's I re, that's really my passion. So in the next five years, I really wanted to be a known or a household name in the bridal industry. Um, I'm, I'm getting there. I think I'm on the right track. Um, from a personal perspective, I also wanted to invest in my health. I think that's something that a lot of people should invest on. I also, um, that's why I kept on, I, started, I already started drinking multivitamins. I started taking care of myself. I, I, I like to enjoy the things that I can do, like, every time every day i will uh, spend about an hour walking outside because i kind of kind of and, and and i leave my phone because that kind of refreshes my mind it kind of opens up my yeah. soul to you know seeing uh, a bit of greenery a bit of other people so that also helps me from um, on a personal pers- personal level um mm-hmm. i i have been asked about my pageant career if i wanted to go back um it's something that i'm very passionate about It's sabi an friend ko it's in my dna Pageantry is in my DNA. And I told myself that, yes. Uh, actually, that person who told me that it's in my DNA just commented now. Mox Gonzalez. Hi, Mox. <laughs> Hi, Mox. And he told me that, um, Mox told me that the pageantry is in my DNA. So I should uh, not stop doing it. So I will continue helping out girls if they want to pursue pageantry. And eventually, if there's an opportunity for me to come back to a national organization, then I would be very much happy to do that. So those are the things that I look forward uh, to doing in the next five years. Mm-hmm. And we will be following you.
1: Guys, you know, I'll make sure that Bessie's uh, social media handles are here in the caption. So if ever you have any other questions mm-hmm. or possibly advice that you would like to ask Bessie or maybe order his creations that he yeah. has there <laughs> at his shop, um, he is more than happy to, to answer questions and just... Um, Maybe just a simple hi to, to know that you are uh, a big supporter of what Bessie is doing. Um, to me, you know, I always appreciate my friendship with Bess because he's just this vibrant um, personality that I love. And I, I love to surround myself with people like that. Um, and also with the goals, uh,
0: you know, just. I appreciate, what did you say? I appreciate your friendship as well.
1: Thank you and I am very grateful that you are here Um, and this catch up was uh, long overdue so thank you again Bess and just from you know some take-homes that you mentioned here that really struck is you know make sure your integrity. Integrity is key, right? Um, That's something that uh, you should hold close to your heart because when everybody has integrity then we can all get along and just be honest being honest to others, being honest to yourself. Um, you know, you also mentioned, you know, finding yourself. I think that's very key, especially right now. It's, um, you know, perfect time for all of us to read books, to stay educated, um, you know, find positive outlets like this. You know, Bessie also has his show that's, I guess it's uh, Bessie. It's every Sunday, right? They have yes. a live show with him and his friends. Um, topic is pageants. Um, And I'm very entertained. I love his show. And that's what inspires me to do my show also. I never told you that. But when I saw your, uh, I think one of your first shows during this quarantine, I was like, wow, galengila. But, you know, uh, also, you know, kindness is key. You know, guys, uh, you don't really uh, know how important being kind is to other people. Even um, there is a saying, um, kill them with kindness. Uh, To me, really is, you know, treat them with kindness or shower them with kindness because um, what you throw out in the universe you know the good karma you throw out there it always come back to you um i think a hundred folds so before we wrap up Ben, maybe you have other shout outs or invite people to to where they can find you or your projects your upcoming projects
0: sure um, so you can follow me at Bessie Besana. And if you want to see my, uh, that's on Instagram. And if you want to see my bridal work, that's also at Bessie Besana Bridal. So I manage both of my accounts. Um, you can also visit me at my website at Bessie And I'm happy to reply sa mga uh, message talaga. Saka mag update sa story. So you'll be able to see a lot of me there. Um, I also wanted to invite everyone on every Sundays, um, at uh, the Philippine pageantry and also on my personal YouTube channel, Bessie Besana, where we uh, have our show called The Ash Nights with the Corona Group. So I have five of uh, me and four of my friends uh, do a show and we talk about uh, beauty pageants. And we really wanted to give a different level of perspective in the pageant industry. Uh, and we invite a lot of other people uh, to talk with us. This Sunday, um, July 19, we actually have Jonas Gafford, the creative director of Miss mm-hmm. Universe, as our guest. And so bigan kay Mama J, Mama J. Thank you. Ha kasi first time ko mag-guest sa sa pageant and Groups sa amin pa. So talaga I I feel very honored to have Mama J in our um live on Sunday. So if you want to also see our previous um episodes, you can also visit my YouTube channel uh, where we have our season 1 and the first episode for season 2. So um don't forget to click subscribe and hit the notification bell button for that.
1: Yes, I'm gonna wash it. I'm gonna wash your uh, with Mama J. Um yeah. Mox has still has a question. He said, Are you, are we still allowed? Yes, you're still allowed. I'm still reading. Um, Bessie, share something about you that people don't expect. Something not related to fashion or pageantry, like books you like to read.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Actually, I'm a very outgoing person, Mafei. Like when you put me in a party i would like know another new person after like two minutes but what people don't know about me probably is that i actually value me time every day i have to <laughs> i usually lock myself in my room and don't talk to anybody i think that kind of recharges my soul um, aside from sleeping of course but that's something that i realized that i needed so every time that i get that opportunity and chance that way i was telling you that i like walking because every time that I walk, I don't talk to anybody. It's an hour of solitude. Um, it really recharges me. So it's very surprising for a lot of people to hear something like that from me. Because they know me as somebody who's dal, Who's very talkative. You know, I reply to everything. So for me, for them to know that I do that, it's it's very surprising. And I think that's uh, something that I want a lot of people to know about me. And I think that also is going to be something useful for a lot of people. Um, and if you try to do it... it you really be really charge after you do that. So it's a me time.
1: Yeah, it's very important to have me time. I think, you know, um, like you were saying, you need that uh time ten seconds or you know just to be able to like come back hey i'm recharged yeah. it's like taking a shot of that like silence
0: so funny that's why is saying that's why you don't reply to the group chat <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he was recharging for this <laughs> sometimes i will sometimes i will you know i will zone out with my social media or like with my phone i will just drive because I'm I'm a I'm a phone person, but right. I really make sure to it that I drop my phone, you know, an hour a day to make sure that I get you know, get back to my to myself, not in my social media or to my phone. And I also um, I also want to take this time, um to greet Jeffrey Haveliana, my friend from Norway.
1: Yes. Hi. Debbie. Hi, thanks for tuning in. You have like the world here right now. You know? Know. So happy You're very loved. You're loved. So maybe it was a perfect time to, to have you because everywhere around the world is they're still all awake. Um, but with that, Bess, you know, um, I think we've answered everything. Although I think we have one more here. Um, From Grabador, hi, thanks for tuning in. As a fashion designer, do you think the fashion show will be different now because of the COVID-19 or do you think virtual fashion show would be possible on the next fashion show or near future?
0: Um, You know, and this is Edge, actually my friend from Canada. Um, You know, Mafe, I was so surprised. I was checking my Instagram yesterday and I was surprised that Etro, a brand, already started doing a physical fashion show in Milan. And I was like, Wow, Wow! As it, it, it's they're covered by Vogue and all of these um, publications. So I was quite surprised that they're starting already. And um, I'm, I'm very optimistic of the time that we will come back to the normal, like where we will have our physical fashion shows as well. Having said that, I guess, as you mentioned, it's a time for virtual things. A lot of things can be, vir- can be done virtually, like this interview as an example. Mm-hmm. So it's an opportunity for us to explore that as well. That's why I started also doing a lot of stuff for myself where we um, where I could showcase some of my works online So I think even if it doesn't come back to the normal very fast uh, we should take advantage of the online uh, uh, channels that we can use to um, showcase our sh- our clothing or our um, artistry.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I think you know that that is true in a sense where there's so much opportunity right now online, um being creative, I think is is what the challenge is right now for everyone to um, try. I mean, I see a lot of shows happening, you know that's also, I think um, you know, uh, your this your confidence, you're building your confidence, being in front of people. and you, we might not see the eyes, but um, at the end of the day, you know, You're you're receiving messages saying, "Oh, a great show!" or or um, you know, "When's the next one?" or or this and that. So when you receive these positive comments and you don't realize the impact that you're you're actually doing online, then um, you know it's always nice to try it out or take action. Just like what Bessie said earlier. Um, Before we went online, you were saying how your show uh, is is so popular now that one episode was like what what 450. Um, yes. views or something and, and and that's amazing. you know, obviously you're doing something great and even though during this challenging time, um, you're you're initiating that um, creativity. So you know, now I guess we can wrap up wrap up, but before we wrap up, Bessie, can you please share with everyone your words of wisdom and hope for um, everyone listening, uh, the pageant community, the fashion community. Uh, models, beauty queens that might need that extra uh, boost of Happy Hormones. What would be um,
0: your share of this? Um, You know, this time of pandemic is a very challenging time for for everyone. And most especially to the fashion industry. So if you're working in the fashion industry as a designer or as a model or as a production person, there will come a time that things will go back. And that's what I believe in. Um, everything has an end, and I believe that sometime soon we will get uh, a cure for the, for the COVID-19. Um, let's make sure that we are ready when that happens, and let's take this time to improve ourselves, learn new things, um, understand where you're going, understand what your passion and purpose is really is, so that when that time comes, when things are back to normal, Um, and we have the new normal, um, you are ready. You have to cultivate that thing inside you so that when you are presented with an opportunity, um, you're there to grab it um, wholeheartedly. So that's my advice to all of the people that are experiencing um, negative thoughts or feelings about this pandemic. Uh, And we will all uh, get to that position.
1: Yes. Thank you, Bess. And you know, like I said earlier, Bess is um such an amazing human. Um if you can share this with all your friends and family that need that extra boost of happy hormones. So with that guys, actions speak louder than words and thank you for tuning in in this episode of In Love With Me.
0: Thank you for listening in love of me series.